Yo, what's going on? Aaron Dunn here. That's me. That's me. Sales coach, marketing consultant, podcast producer, strong, calm consulting. I'm all about communication, community building, and how that builds stronger company, whether that's the company that you're building like a business or the company that you keep like none your business. You know, that's just a, a joke I just thought of on the spot. But I'm doing a quick live here to talk about why people don't post on social media more often. I don't post on social media all that much as much as I'm posting on social media now. And as much as uh, as much as I do, there always seems to be more. Why? Why does it always seem to be that we need to have more? Uh, that's the deep questions, deep thoughts on the Strong Calm podcast, Strong Calm Live stream today. I'll put this on the podcast. I just thought about that. So I'll put this on the podcast later. Um, so I uh, made a post. I don't know if you saw. And I, the names will be protected. I got to protect the innocent, those that those that did not anticipate their answer to be shared on my platform, uh, the strong calm platform. Uh, you know, I just wanted to have this conversation because it, the, the question popped into my head. I did a, uh, workshop, um, last weekend and, you know, one of the core tenets of being successful in business is to promote. Like everybody knows you need to promote. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. We're talking about cash flow. Uh, it's a Grant Cardone quote. Um, but the, the point being that promotion is essential to the lifeblood of a business and really to a human being. You think about, you know, I don't have kids, but a newborn baby being born. What are they doing when they come out of the womb? They're promoting. They're saying, hey, I need, where are you doing? I'm here. This is me. And so just like a newborn baby, a newborn business, or if you're a sales professional out there that's like trying to build a book of business, you're going to have to promote yourself and your business and say, look, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is why I do it. And so I wanted to have this conversation about reasons why people don't post on social media more often. The question got in my head. And so I just had to share it. And I knew Facebook would be the right place to do it, to get the feedback, to get the answers that I need, because all the answers we need about the world today seem to exist right on social media, because, uh, you know, that's that's where the public's voice is. And I'll, I'm so passionate about um, encouraging, enriching and empowering other people to share their voice. And uh, I look at myself as somebody who, you know, I, I, I share my voice, but I also know that I don't share my voice. So we're going to talk about when you share your voice, when not to share your voice, and why not share your voice, you know? Why not? So that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, if you have a comment, leave a comment. Uh, if you like this post, like it. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, and that's that's all the call to actions that I have for you at this point. You know, I just want to introduce you. I just want to invite you. Come hang out with me for a second. I'd love to hear and have a conversation with you about this subject. So, um, thanks for thanks for the uh, thanks for your attention. So, uh, I made this post, okay, and I'm I'm not going to share um, anybody's. Um, I'm going to share what people have said. I'm going to select a few, but I'm not going to share anybody's private information or anything like that. And uh, I made this post. What are some reasons you don't post on social media more often? What are some reasons you don't post on social media more often? So I'm going to put this here. 
Okay. So I'm putting it on the stream yard for my audio listeners here. What are some reasons you don't post on social media more often? That's the question that I posed. And so we're going to go through some of the responses. I'm going to lend my thoughts. I'm just going to, because like we could create like a huge Facebook thread. It's already been created. Uh, and I could answer, you know, each and every one of these, but like goes back to the reasons why. Like this is more efficient, right? We can have this uh, more in-depth conversation. I can add context and inflection to my voice. And so the communication is stronger. The connection, the community is stronger. And thus the company that we keep is stronger. Okay, so answers to the question. Here we go. Um, the first one that I'm going to bring up is Justin uh, is, is, is my friend. And I, I don't think he'd mind that I shared my name. I said, I know I said I wouldn't. But uh, uh, shout out to him. I want to give him a shout out because he deserves one because he's a hard worker. He's a fellow, he's a, he's a fellow 10Xer, a uh, member of the 10X community and a fellow Grant Cardone licensee. And he does post often like, you know, I see him on my feed just about every day. Uh, but he says, actually, actually, even though I'm online every day, I have a life offline that's more important. And so that is um, a common thread that I saw in this thread that, hey, I've got life going on that's more important than the life that I have on social media. And isn't that true? It's so true. I relate to that in, like so much. So much of the reasons why I don't post on social media more often would be because I'm enjoying life itself. And there's something to be said about being present in the uh, uh, moment. There's something to be said that like when you're away from your phone and away from these platforms, away from TV as it exists today, because now we just carry televisions in our pocket, personal televisions, algorithmic televisions that, you know, give us the illusion, even, even, you know, 10 years into this, um, generational shift this this shift of how we consume information and data today um through these platforms um through this shift you know it's a it's a it's a it's an important thing that we realize the beauty of the world that we live in today and that's what i'm so like passionate about community too is because it it calls to mind this idea that like look i am where i'm at and i'm not in here you know uh, as much as I'm in here for you today, uh, I'm, that's not me. There's a lot of things that go behind the scenes in our everyday life that we choose to appreciate. And it's important to appreciate those things. And I think also that the things that we appreciate, to the degree that we appreciate them, we're more likely to share them. And that's why sometimes, it, it, but, but that's like a delicate balance too, because the things that we most appreciate, those things that you don't see can be those special moments that you do keep to yourself. Um, you know, you, you know, just like a journal, you know, like there, there's just these, these, these things, these things that these thoughts, these, these moments that, you know, it's like, that's what makes close relationships like a marriage, uh, or a boyfriend, girlfriend situation, whatever situation, a romantic situation that, that you have or family connections that what's make them so special is because nobody else can, uh, be in this experience. You know, it's, it, this is for me, obviously. And uh, that's what makes them so special. But there's also a degree of sharing. You know, sharing makes things more special. Like, and that's like the crux of a relationship too, right? Like, like I love this thing so much, I'm going to love it more because I get to share it with somebody else and share in this experience and then exchange with somebody about this experience. We have common values. We have common uh, things in common. And thus, the thing that we have in common is enjoyed to that much greater degree. 
and it builds a stronger relationship in that common bond. But there's just life, you know, it's life. And I think that's a good reason why you won't use social media because there's so many things that I could like, man, I should have posted that. But it was so also great for me personally that I didn't share it. And uh, I relate to that. So thanks for your feedback on that one. Now we changed the tune a bit. And someone said, dear friend of mine, Facebook censorship. I said it is what she said. Facebook censorship. And I was like, okay, censoring yourself out of fear of censorship? Because that was my little like clever response to that. Like, because we have a paranoia and this person followed up as well as says, not myself, but others, I would say, censor themselves out of fear of censorship. And we think about this, like I think about this in the, in the, in the terms of cancel culture, cancel culture. So I want to, uh, I didn't put the first one on here on my video, but I'm going to put this next one on there. Facebook censorship. What are your thoughts on that? Reason two, Facebook censorship. But like my, my, my whole thing here, again, I'm the person that I want to help you share your voice and be bold in it. So this person I'm not talking to, but I'm talking about the person that censors themselves out of fear of censorship. And I think about cancel culture in this because like if we are truly ourselves and really fully expressing our true self in a moment, that can be a degree of vulnerability. You know, even this, this action of me sharing my voice and my thoughts on these things. Um, it's vulnerable, you know, I'm like, I got the light on and it's like, oh, what if I say something stupid, you know? And so, you know, that fear can uh, capture us. It can actually put us in the box that we want to stand outside of if we have a uh, uh, an ambition to be successful. Um, that censorship puts us in a box and then because we are afraid of being censored by others, their criticisms, the haters that come, the, the contrast of uh, your point that you're trying to make, your con the contrast of your very existence, sad to say, that there's so many folks out there that are actually um, operating in the fear of that if I am my true self, someone will actively try to bury me with their words. Sticks and stones may not break bones, but sticks and stones thrown on the internet will bury people, bury people in negative criticism. And then thus, that's why we see, you know, suicides and things like that happen. Sad to say it can be a weapon. Words are weapons. And we got to know how to use them properly. We need proper training. We need proper understanding of empathy and how other people feel. And so I always try to remain positive. Um, but like to get to the point back again of like censoring ourselves out of fear, censorship is a wrong thing to do because uh, remember, they can't hurt you. They may try to bear you, but there's always more room. There's always another rung to grab when you feel like you're in the hole or when you feel like you're speaking into a vacuum that nobody's actually giving you the feedback or uh, you're not you're not actually getting the result that you anticipated. Um, there's still tremendous growth to be had because there's so much abundance out there of life itself. And so we should thrust ourselves in the enjoyment of sharing our voice and not censoring ourselves because of a fear of censorship, or especially the paranoia of like the, the government's watching or something like that. Um, if you're not saying anything that would harm people, there's probably not 
a lot of people that are looking to censor you. And so that's why I keep my stuff positive. And so, um, or uplifting, encouraging, enriching. And so that's that, you know, those are the, that's the foundation that I walk on. I try to anyway, but, um, yeah, back to that. Censoring yourself out of fear of censorship, it's a sad state to be in. And I want to help you get out of that. If you feel like you're in fear of being your true self, remember that there's always another self out there that's looking for a leader. And you can be that one leader that can impact the little, the, that little community, that, that little community that needs your help. Uh, and that is the spirit of leadership that you want to lead with of the one that says, hey, nobody else, you look around and you're like, man, nobody else is advocating, standing up for saying this, collaborating with making the impact like there could be. And if you see that vision, execute on it, make it your mission and go forth with strength. So the next one, the next one, let's see here. Let's see here. Lack of time, lack of time. That's a big one. Like there's times where I run out I run out of time myself. I run out of time myself. I'm always looking for that eighth day in the week. Where is it at? I want to find it. I want to find it. I want to find it. And so let's let's think about that real quick. Lack of time. And, you know, one thing that I love about this, and I heard a pastor say this, and like, you know, being in the church is uh, probably uh, one of the catalysts to doing what I do now uh, to a certain degree of just like the, I had a positive church experience. I don't know about you. Maybe you didn't. I'm sorry to hear that. But like the the, the church experience for me um, was, was foundational uh, for me. It was like, it gave me principles and values and things to think with and, um, leaders to look up to and people to learn from and mentorship and things like that. And so that's why I do what I do it, or like, that's a reason why I would imagine, but, um, lack of time. When I think about lack of time, I think about the fact that I'm a busy person and, uh, and, uh, you know, when you're not doing life, like we had mentioned before, um, and you're not in fear, and you kind of got those things worked out. I'm not, I don't got life. I don't have fear. So I'm here now. Where's the time at to where I can actually get in this thing that, you know, Aaron's telling me to just share my voice. And so I think about this, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, content marketing king, he talks about document, don't create. And so many times I get caught in the moment of like, man, I can't, I can't find 30 seconds to make a post. You know, I can't find the time to sit down and edit a video. I can't find the time to make that graphic that I need to make. And so you have to make the time, first of all. And it's all about priorities. And like, so, you know, there's certain metrics in life that we look at, or in a business, I would say. I don't really look at life as metrics, but like there's certain, you know, things that you got to keep. Uh, I, like I always think about the cat in the hat is a great um, visual example of somebody being very busy trying to entertain and educate the kiddos at the house that he knocked cold called on. And uh, I think I think I remember the book correctly. Uh, I am a Dr. Seuss fan. But, you know, he's juggling the plates and he's got this thing and he's got the wazoo kazoo or, you know, all the things that he's doing. And uh, he's got stuff on his head and he's just trying to balance everything and make everything work right. And, uh, you know, he's just not taking the time to really figure out what the kids want. You know, he's just doing the cat in the hat thing. Again, I'm probably butchering the book, but I'm using the metaphor to be like our lack of time 
uh, has to be course corrected by the priorities that we have. And so oftentimes if we're not in the fear mode and we're not in the, you know, life mode, uh, the lack of time is just a lack of proper priorities or the priorities that you're working on are just not there and you're not going to get, you're not going to get the return. So this is all about where is the proper investment of my time at this moment, given the, the commitments that I have today and the goals that I have for the future, you know, what do I need to do at this moment? And so, you know, I think about this in my, you know, in, in, in the meta level, I think about this and, and I'm like, well, I've got the things, I got the deals, I got the, um, I got the client work done. Uh, I got the the dinner plan for tonight. And then uh, I got a little bit of time to carve out and have a conversation with the folks that I love having conversations with. And so like the public and um, oh, it's time for a public conversation. So I decided to do it. And so like, I think about lack of time in the context of not sharing our voice on social media more often. It's just about, Hey, is now the time is now the time from a broad perspective, like is now the time. And when you decide it's the time, it's time, it's time to go. It's time to go live. It's time to press record. It's time to make it happen. So if it's a video, if it's an image, if it's a written piece of text, if it's a tweet, just make the time and make it happen. And document don't create comes in, comes into play because like if you are living, truly living into your purpose and into your, into your into the thing when you share it it becomes evidence and other people are more likely to advocate on your behalf when they see evidence of the transformational change that you can make upon somebody else's life so be that example one and then make examples make examples to share with other people so let's look at another reason some people are saying man is a pay point uh, some people, I don't like repeating myself and history keeps repeating. Mm. Mm. I like that one. Poetic shout out to you, my friend. Um, but you know, in the context of a business, especially repeating yourself, like I've heard chief repeating officer sometimes. And it's like, it's so important to know the things that you gotta repeat. You gotta reaffirm, you gotta reeducate, re-enlighten. You know, you got to do these things constantly or the fire will go out. It needs wood. It needs fuel. And so in the context of a business, if we do not like repeating ourselves, then you've got to figure out what are the words that you need in your life so you feel more confident. So you're not only confident, but you're, it matches and aligns with yourself and your purpose to the degree that you don't mind repeating think about that. That's just what it made me think. I'm not directing it at this person, but it's just like inspiring thoughts, right? Other friend who runs a business and does post frequently, he says, I post somewhat frequently. However, I try not to read, only contribute original content. Reading Facebook is not a productive or healthy use of my time, yet here I am contradicting myself. And I appreciate the self-awareness there. That's why I wanted to shout that one out. But it is also a common thread that I saw uh, on another on a few other posts um, on another post, like, of just like, it's not productive. Facebook's a, you know, mind suck. It's a, uh, you know, it, it can really like, you know, deter. 
other people are talking about like the haters coming for him. And people are a sensitive Sally now because mostly everyone is a sensitive Sally now. And I like that. Um, let's see. I like this one. I like this one. This one's really good. And we're probably going to wrap up with uh, this one and then another one. Um, there's a couple, there's a, there's a lot in here. I wish I could share them all, but I don't have the time. Um, so here's this one. I like this because I relate to it. Sometimes I don't post because it goes against that promise. That promise being, uh, positivity. She, this person wants to uh, only contribute things that they thought were positive, not even about themselves, but just positive things in the world. And then they say that sometimes I don't like to post things. I maybe should because I don't feel like I have the energy for the response, especially if it's controversial or polarizing. Yes, I agree with that. Like sometimes I want to post something because it is just a thought that entered your head and you kind of like you, it's thorny, but like, I don't know, it's kind of like a hedgehog, you know, it's like, like I've never held a hedgehog. I don't think I petted one before, but I've never held one, but you can imagine how like it's soft on one side to you and your own thoughts. And then you give it to somebody and they're like, shit, that hurt. Like it's a hedgehog. Like, what are you doing? So like, you know, you want to kind of have that emotional intelligence of like the blowback could zap my energy to the degree that I'm just not willing to do this. And so that's a delicate balance. And um, I like it. I like that. I like the delicate balance because so many of the times the spike is really what's going to get people going, you know, this, and this isn't even a spike. It's, it's a relatable post. That's why people commented on it. But like, you know, there's, there's also the controversial side of that. And like, it just goes to the point that sometimes violence in marketing is important and there's degrees of violence and I'm working on that concept right now. So that's why it pops in my head. Okay. Violence is entertainment. And I'm talking about the pillars of entertainment as stated by Jack Harlow in an interview. Anyway, I digress. So sometimes I don't post because I'm at work and I'm trying to stay on task, but make a note to post. And then I forget that happens to me often. Sometimes I just want to remain unseen and unheard. Ooh, right? Like sometimes I just kind of want to disappear. Uh, Chelsea and I were talking about moving to Longview and it's kind of like, hey, I don't know every single person at every single place or like at least one person. I don't see them. And it's just kind of nice to be anonymous at times. Um, sometimes I don't want to project myself as being happier or more optimistic than I feel, which is a really interesting point to me. It's like, like, like uh, everything's going good, but I, like I don't want to ham it up. You know, I don't want people to like, like, I don't want to, I don't want people to perceive this as a veneer or something like that. This, that is not authentic, which is, or, or make a, an emotional impact to such a degree on another person that they feel like less because I'm trying, like it, it appears that I'm peacocking or uh, seeming more, uh, which is, you know, if you're in this person, I don't know, you know, what, you know their ambition is for this person or what have you. But like, I'm thinking about like the audience member that's thinking about building a business on, you know, active looking to activate the next level in their, in their game, uh, in their business or in their sales uh, role or what have you. But like, I think about that and I think about like, man, you know, that can be the cap that takes you from 10 Xing to one to, 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 to average. And, we want to stay out of average land if we ever in, anticipate, you know, if we have the ambition for ourselves to go to the next level, we should and, 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 and get stronger. You have to push yourself into the to the moment of like, look, you can put your hands up when you're 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 you have victory when you cross the finish line. You can 
you can put your hands up. You can pump your fist. You can celebrate. And it's worth celebrating because people need that example. People need the example. And like your life experience can pull somebody else up to your level. Those people that are watching and are silent, that are saying that I want to be unseen and unheard, they're watching still. And it's important to to recognize victory um, and celebrate it so you can carry that momentum. Momentum so it's such a powerful thing. So uh, don't um, sacrifice momentum for the perceived feelings that somebody else might have. Your own momentum for the perceived negative emotion that somebody else might experience um, because of their own psychographic type thing. I don't even know if this is the right word, but anyway. Um, sometimes this person just doesn't care. And we'll leave it at that. All right. Another one. Fear of judgment. We kind of covered that. Rampant ignorance. Covered that a little. Well, not really, but uh, rejection. It's a powerful one. We covered it. Ignorant people arguing over things they know nothing about. That can keep you from posting. It can keep you from social media. It can also keep you engaged. <laughs> How about that? Um, man, there's just so many. There's just so many. Bored, imposter syndrome. Some jokes here. Yeah, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of hate for social media. And it's all right here on social media. Isn't that something? Somebody said, my friend Patrick, he was a guest of the podcast, so I'll give him a shout. Patrick Keith O'Brien, he says, because I already post 25 times a day because I give zero Fs what anyone thinks. And uh, that is true. He's definitely one to post quite a bit. He's not afraid of repeating himself. And he's a very, very, very successful person. And I respect him. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. It's like that's the energy you got to kind of bring sometimes um, when you're helping people. And... You know, some people think that their life is boring. Some people think that like people don't care, um, you know, and that's that's OK. It's OK. Everybody has a different relationship and different goals and different reasons for using these platforms. But I guess if we're going to sum something up, you know, it's one of those things where we got to know and operate with intention. What is our intention when we're pursuing any particular thing? And then we got to know like, okay, if I'm not posting and I feel as I should be, is it based on what other people expect of me? Is it based on the pressure that I feel for a particular, you know, to, to act cool or to be like somebody else? I think the most powerful and strongest way we can use social media and that it will be a net benefit for us, even though there might be low times, is that we know why we're using it, when we're using it. We're in control of our own self and presence on the platform and off the platform. And then the the what people you know negatively connotate as a highlight reel is that, and we're we can be you know we can have a degree of pride. We can have a degree of yes, this is me, the one that I allow on the virtual interwebs to exist probably forever. This is me. And this is what you get. And like it or not, literally, because it's on social media, but also, you know, there's also the free will that everyone has to disengage from particular people, particular posts, 
and uh, you know your own habits. I was looking for another P there. You might have noticed, uh, but I couldn't find one. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. This kind of like thought dump that I have on uh, this podcast today, this video stream today. No comments came in live in the chat, but that's okay. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Post on social media. Let me know your goals. Let me know, you know, what you, what you're up to on social. I love um, helping people, and I love like just you know experiencing the lives of others as it is existing in this uh, digital time. And um, it's it's fun to connect with others and see what they're up to and what they're about and how their creativity is getting unleashed because of the commitment they they have. Uh, in their life. And uh, it's just kind of like a wake that you leave behind when you're pursuing something. And then all of a sudden you see a pop of, uh, you see a splash, you see a wave forming behind someone else because of uh, the energy and force that they've got um, as they surf through the web. So this is the Strong Calm Podcast. As always, my name's Aaron, and I'm excited to bring a guest on. Uh, I want to bring a guest on, I think, for the next episode. So uh, we're going to have a good, strong, calm conversation. And uh, yeah, communication, community building, company, how strong is yours? We'll talk to you later.